Okay, so on today's episode, I'm gonna be talking about how to keep your remote team motivated, even if you never actually meet them, how to increase the teamwork and collaboration between those people, even if they never meet each other, and how ultimately to get everybody to stay focused on the bigger picture, on the goal, the common goal that you're working towards as a business, and in effect, or as a result, to actually increase your productivity and your profits. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day and this is Systemize Your Success. Okay, so this episode really came about as the outcome of a meeting that I had a couple of weeks ago with my team. And that meeting was really, I mean, say life-changing for me. It was just remarkable. It was such an incredible experience that I wanted to dedicate a whole episode to this and really talk through why that meeting was so important to me and so significant to me and what has changed as a result of that. And then some of the knock-on things that have happened since then based on that meeting. Now, I'm being a bit vague here, a bit uh, about what it is we're talking about, but I'm going to dig into that as we go through. So the challenge that we all face as business owners when we work with remote teams, which is becoming more and more common in modern age, but also as we go into a, uh, a global workforce and start tapping into the amazing resources available throughout the globe, is the fact that people never actually meet. You don't get that sort of community feeling within the office and people may you know go out for lunch together or you know go out and have a cigarette break or they uh, meet at the the water the water fountain and have a quick catch up or a chat or they you know go on the bus home together whatever it is all those sort of natural uh, conversational moments that typically happen in a normal office they're gone when you work remotely and I know what throughout the pandemic, there was lots of companies who were trying to sort of introduce, you know, e-coffee in the morning where you have a cup of coffee with your colleagues and have that sort of chat up to try to do this sort of stuff. And, and I think that some of that's, that's good, good practice and there's nothing wrong with any of that. But some of the things that sort of that, that just generally getting people to come together and work. If you leave it up to other people to organize and to do, then sometimes it doesn't always happen. And it, what may seem like a great idea this week, within three or four weeks has sort of petered out and you're not getting the benefit from it. So we've decided to take it a little step further and to actually to introduce a new way of working, or a new agenda, I should say, for our company meeting, our weekly company meeting, where we get together as a team. We're, you know, we're a small team, so we can get everybody in the same meeting to do this. And if you're a big organization, bigger organization, you may do this you know, by department. You'll have to just have a play. But what we did was to really think about, okay, so how can we get everybody to collaborate better, to work better as a team, to be more uh, motivated to help each other out and to really to just come together um, much more than they were previously? And we've tried various stuff in the stuff in the past. We do a daily stand up, for, for example, which is a very powerful thing. I talked about that previously in a different episode about we get together every morning on a very quick meeting just to really bounce any ideas. I'm there just to really steer the ship uh, and to make sure that people are actually collaborating. Um, and then everyone else is sort of helping each other out, making sure 
that any small problems are overcome so they can continue with their work and get on with their day. And we're just really making sure, is everybody actually you know, focusing on the right stuff? And, and our company meeting, therefore, which used to be much more about problem solving and about dealing with issues that would arise throughout the week. And we have what's called the issues list on our company meeting taken from the, the great book Traction by Gina Wickman. And that was basically where people would pop in any problems that they had throughout the week, which we could then discuss on that meeting. And, and that's really what that became. It became a, a not a firefighting because it wasn't sort of like urgent stuff, but it was it was dealing with problems of tasks that were going on. It was discussing projects. It was very much work focused. And I think that, that is as a small business owner, when you're starting out where you think that's the, where the most valuable work is done is actually doing the work. And I think it's very, very hard in the early days to to really believe that there's a, a huge amount of value in stepping up and doing slightly more strategic work and about actually bringing the team together more so they collaborate better. That seems to be a later thing, especially when you've got a tiny team. If you've got a tiny team of one, as in you and one other person, or if it even is just you, then this may all seem a bit foreign but it, or a bit sort of too far ahead. But do stick with this because even if you're not quite there yet, the earlier you introduce this type of thing, the better. So literally when you hire your first person, I would, I would definitely... Uh, consider if I was to do this all again and start a new company, say, for example, tomorrow, I would definitely uh, start doing some of the things I'm going to talk about today in order to then facilitate that going forwards. Because habits are hard to break, but they're also hard to sort of get into the habit of doing um, unless you are doing them repeatedly. So the earlier you start this stuff, the more likely is the likelihood is that as things step up, as the chaos in your business grows or you become more overwhelmed or you get more people, if you're already doing this stuff, it just happens. People just fall into place and therefore you have those um, the, these good habits in place for both you, but also for anyone joining the company. This is just the way you work. You don't have to work at it. You don't have to convince anybody of changing their behaviors Convince because convincing people to change what they're doing already is a very uh, a big challenge. So if you just have that, this is the way we work in this company, people arriving will then fall into this plan. So um, and one point, if you're listening to this on the podcast, what I'm going to do is actually share the recording of that meeting at the end, just to show you the power of this and how much this really, really improved morale in the company. Uh, I'm going to exactly, I'm going to go through now exactly what I did, uh, what we did and uh, what the outcomes were. Okay, so what is this all about? So we have our company meetings, as I said, it used to be very much focused on tasks. And what I did was to change the emphasis of that meeting. There is an opportunity to discuss any urgent issues that need to come up, that, uh, to discuss with the team wide, and that's still there. But the emphasis of this meeting has shifted. And now the emphasis on that meet, of, of that meeting is looking at the the mission of the company. So we go through, actually, we, we read out our mission statement What at the beginning of that meeting. And our mission statement is, at Systems and Outsourcing, we know that businesses fail because they can't find the right people and struggle to get work done, work done to a high standard. To solve these problems, we have developed the Systems for Outsourcing methodology that helps entrepreneurs thrive by leveraging systems and affordable remote workers. We're on a mission to create 10,000, sorry, we're on a mission to help 10,000 businesses succeed in a world where most fail. And in doing so, create 100,000 lasting careers for people who really deserve them. That's our mission. And I state that at the beginning of every company meeting. 
The reason being is because I want everybody to be on the same mission as we are as a company. And so by just talking about that every time and getting people's inputs and just think, is there anything we can tweak in that? Is there anything we can make it better? Often there's not. But sometimes people come up with new insights and we may tweak a word or two. So it actually resonates more with the whole staff. And one day we'll probably get that totally fixed. It doesn't ever changes. But right now it's a really good opportunity for us to actually just get that out there and make sure, you know, this is the company you're working for. If you aren't in, if you are in, if you don't believe in that mission, if it's against anything, you know, morals or anything like that, well, you shouldn't be here. And so that is a great opportunity for us to actually just state, this is who we are. This is what we do. And just remind everybody of that, because that's what it is that we stand for as a business. And then we go through our values and we actually go through each value and we, we state them. We have, we have, quite, uh, we have the value itself and then and the examples that we give. I'll just go quickly for the sake of the podcast. I go through our values, just a statement of our values. But we're honest and caring. We're a reflection of our client successes. We poke the box as in we try out ideas and we, we embrace failure. We're a team. We're passionate about self-development and we believe in systems. So that's a short version of our values. Then we actually go into a bit of a, a longer discussion about what those each of those mean to us as a business. And that will, that then sort of gets people's uh, people thinking about the next part of this process. And this, this next part of the process was the big game changer. So introducing the talking about our mission statement and actually our values as well was a big change. That was like a really nice thing to do and it got people on the same page at the beginning of the meeting. But what we've now done is the next part of the meeting is where we ask people to share where they or um, their colleagues, if they witness their colleagues, um, demonstrated, I should say, behaviors that exemplify our values. So where have they or their colleagues uh, really shown that they believe in systems? Where have they shown that they actually truly believe that we're a reflection of our client's success or that we are a team or that we actually poke the box and we try things out and we, we fail forward? Or where is it that we have shown that we are passionate about self-development beyond, above and beyond you know, what's you know, typically expected of us in our training and our whatever the certifications or whatever we need for the job, where have we gone above that and shown that we actually really, really embrace that and believe that. And what happened next when I did this, and it's the first time I've done this, you know, a couple of weeks ago, um, was that people just started like sharing little bits and bobs about, you know, you know why are you away, Steve? Um, and again, if you're listening to it on the podcast, you'll get to hear the whole of uh, that meeting or a shortened version of that meeting. So you can hear what actually people say. But you know, in a nutshell, you know, people said, oh, you know, when you're away, you know, JJ, she ex- displayed, you know, she was just came in and she just supported the team. She was just there for everybody. And then, you know, uh, and then Cinder did this. And then, and then someone else chipped in and said, Von did this. And then someone else chipped in and said, and it just went on and then Judy did this. And it just really became this most positive lifting experience where I, as the business owner, got to hear what other people thought of each other in the business in a really positive way. And it wasn't forced. It wasn't that people sat there and they've you know, had to wrap their brains and come up with stuff. This was just natural. You know, we have a good team because we talk about the values. It attracts the right type of people. And that was just totally evident when we did this little exercise. It only took you know, five or 10 minutes to go through, or 10 minutes about to go through. And you know, maybe not, it won't be so long or so much time on every single meeting we do this but i'm definitely going to do this exercise because it was just enlightening it was it was it was it almost brought me to tears i even said it in the meeting and i'm welling up and um, and a couple of the staff actually were in tears by the end of it tears of, of joy appreciation of being respected and of being appreciated themselves for the work that they were doing and the, the behaviors that they were displaying and me as a business owner it was just a pleasure to be a part of that to be able to to, to listen and 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 
hear what people had to say about each other and and uh, they were nice enough to say a couple of nice things about me. That's great. That's not really the reason that I did this. And 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 the big the big win for me was just seeing how much I brought the team together, and it gave people the opportunity to think, think about why they like working for us. What is it about our company that makes them want to come back? That makes them do you know the extra hours or makes them put in the extra effort or cope with the stress or you know when when Steve's being a bit of a you know a, a taskmaster or you know I'm giving a bit of hard feedback why do they you know put up with it and and actually ask for more often why do they want that and it's because of all the things that came out in that meeting because they've got a brilliant team a supportive team a team that worked together and all of those things came out now the title of this podcast or the working title of this podcast was about how do you use or how do you how do you tweak your team meetings to in, in improve productivity, to improve morale, to improve profits. And I just want to delve into that last part because I think I've covered the first two pretty well so far and it's probably evident why doing this sort of stuff would definitely help with your your morale, with your productivity. You know, when people get on with each other, when they respect each other, when they trust each other, they work better together. Their productivity as a team is going to go up considerably. But what about profits? And this is the one thing that I think took a little bit longer for me for it to sink in with me. When I say a little bit longer, it was about three days. Um, and the reason it took three days is because about three days after this meeting, I had a annual appraisal with one of my staff. And one of the questions that I now ask in my appraisal since, since sort of tweaking this and being more, more value focused, uh, company value focused, what I asked her was, why should I give you a pay rise? And to ask... I mean, she's worked with me for a while, but still, it's quite a you know a, 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 a you know, upfront question, especially because the fact she lives in the Philippines and the culture is not really about that direct sort of questioning. It's not that that uh, appreciated sometimes. But I know I know this person quite well, and it actually went down really well. And what happened was that she was instantly able to give a brilliant answer. And one of the things she said, she said a few things, but one of the things she said was that she believes she has displayed the behaviors that characterize or the, 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 um, that embrace our company values. That's the way it happened. So I asked her, why should I give her a pay rise? And she said that. And now she could then give examples of those things. But what was really important was I'd heard all this stuff or some of this stuff in our company meetings. So I'd heard other people already say this stuff out loud without me having to go and ask them specifically, you know, without me having to like, oh, you know, did she really do that? I know she did. It's there. It's evident in the, the, the stuff that shared during those meetings. So it allowed me to be really confident that this person is really displaying these behaviors. They are actually helping the team to be more in line with our company values. And what I believe this does if you get this sort of culture within your business, that that is like what people believe they need to do more of to become a better and more valuable employee and then be able to demand more money as a result. Because ultimately, I want to pay my, my staff more. Because if, I'm, if, they, if they are of higher value to me, they will be of higher value to somebody else. So if they make me money, they could make someone else money. So therefore, I want to be able to give them a pay rise because they're making me more money and I want to be able to pay, give them a pay rise so they don't get stolen by somebody else or go off and, you know, find another job. So ultimately, I actually want to give my, my staff more, more money. It may sound counterintuitive, but for the right reasons, I want to do that. And what I believe is if you construct or you think about your values, and they've got to be true to you. 
But if you think about them in such a way that if your staff display your values, they do the behaviors that lead to being uh, to 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 uh, emphasizing or embracing your values. If those behaviors will lead your company to be more successful and more profitable, then doing this, it all feeds back into this beautiful non-vicious circle, this nice circle that basically feeds back in. And if people display the values, they do the work, they get the feedback, they they or they get the, the great team working feedback during the meeting, they uh, display the values more and all that cycle goes through and actually helps your company improve. So if I think about my values, I you know, we're honest and caring. That's just a great philosophy to have. But that's also about caring for our customers. We specifically say that we never abuse the trust of our customers or our partners. So doing that increases our lifetime value of our clients, increases the referral rates of our clients because we don't, you know, we try really hard not to to, to ever, you know, I don't know what the word is, like pull, pull the wool over people's eyes, never try to just cheat people out. But we want to we want to earn respect, we want to earn money by doing good work. And that's what that is all about. One of those things we also take pride in our mistakes. If we make a mistake as a company, you know, I make sure that we, we go out our way and actually own up to it. And the next value, we are a reflection of our client success. Obviously, if we our clients are successful, then we're going to be more successful. It's sort of self-evident. We poke the box. So another value, we try, we fail, we fail forward. It's all about making more mistakes than anybody else. So therefore we make more wins. And I talked about this in previous episodes, like Michael Jordan, he's the most successful basketball player of all time because he made more fail, more mistakes than anybody else. He failed more than anybody else. And therefore he actually succeeded more than anybody else because he was willing to keep failing forward. And um, we're a team. So another value. Well, of course, teams work better than individuals. If we work and we emphasize and value the teamwork element, therefore, we will be a better company and more successful. We're passionate about self-development. I want people who are continually improving so they've add more value to the company. And we believe in systems. You know, I strongly believe that if you want to grow, you want to scale, you want to become profitable, you need good systems. And we need people that believe that in order for them to actually systemize themselves out of their own jobs so they can be elevated up and we can then backfill those voids that are created by them being promoted with systems and other people. So continually improving um, the way we work, the efficiency and the productivity. So I strongly believe that if I, if my team display behaviors that embrace our values, our company will become more profitable as a result. So why I want to do everything possible like having a big section of our company meeting once a week to actually talk about this stuff, I believe that is a massively uh, valuable use of our company's time in order to push people forward to do this more and more. So if you do this, I believe you will have a better team working environment with better collaboration. People will, will trust each other more because you're being open and just the fact that you are sharing positive things about the way people are behaving will lead to those behaviors being reinforced and they will do more of them. And people will want to get noticed for doing things that then lead to them that, that, that are in line with our values because that's what we're talking about. And by doing all those things, if you think about your values, you line them up with your, your company's success, that simply by the fact that we are making a point of this is who we are, this is what we do, and this is what we want to see more of in our company, for all those reasons, your company will become more successful and more profitable. That's it. So as I said, either immediately after this now, or we may put this in the next episode. If you're watching this on the podcast or on, or on YouTube, you should be able to find the actual recording of that company meeting just to see now this is how we did it. And it was the first time I ever did it. So we'll probably polish it going forward. But um, 
hopefully that'll be helpful just to show that you don't have to make a big plan about this stuff. You don't have to overthink this stuff. You just sometimes have to have a go. And sometimes the results will be incredibly rewarding and ultimately surprising. And I think for us, massively beneficial. Well, to the point that I've just spent, you know, 20 odd minutes talking about this stuff on a podcast because I, I think it's such a, a massive thing. If you can get this right, uh, it really will help your business. Oh, as always, I should always say, please, please do leave a review. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Click on your app right now if you listen to the podcast and just give me a few stars. Five is always great. You know, let me know the take-homes from this. Are you going to have a go at this in your business right now? Or what else would you like me to cover in this podcast? I'm always open to uh, suggestions. So please do leave me a review. I read every single one. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else that you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts. So please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success.